kill one person and a gun to end the life of another is back in his home state. Peter Manfredonia was arrested in Hagerstown, Maryland. Connecticut State Trooper Josue Dorella says more charges are coming. To Rockville Superior Court later on this morning where he'll be arraigned on those charges. Illinois Congressman Bobby Rush says he feels violated after video showing about a dozen officers lounging and snacking in his office in Chicago. It had been vandalized during protests last week. We even had the unmitigated gall to go and make coffee for themselves and to pop popcorn, my popcorn, in my microwave. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says an investigation is underway. The Miami Dolphins took a symbolic knee when the team hosted a model role model program at Hard Rock Stadium last night. One of the speakers, Miami High student George Pickens. I don't want to be assumed to be a criminal when I walk down the street. I don't want to be targeted for arrest. Do we not breathe the same air? Do we not bleed the same blood? Dow Do futures we not are up 539. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. For 168 years, Mass Mutual has been helping people weather all kinds of storms. And no matter how bad they get, better days always follow. Let us help you prepare a plan to protect your family, your loved ones, and your future. Find a financial professional at MassMutual.com. I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green! This Ion Veterans Moment is presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Wounded Warrior Project CEO Mike Lennington recently announced a new initiative specifically designed to help vets in need. With the support of our board, Wounded Warrior Project is committing $10 million to help meet the immediate financial needs of our registered alumni who are in financial crisis. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Officials in West Virginia want to hear the familiar sounds of summer again this year. Republican West Virginia Governor Jim Justice is hyping the state fair even as he warns of the COVID-19 threat. I especially encourage all of you that don't know all the fabulous things that go on at the fair to go. The conflicting messages came minutes apart during a news conference in which the governor warned of the coronavirus pandemic even as he allows more businesses to reopen. Jim Crisula, CBS News. J.K. Rowling's ex-husband admits he slapped her during their marriage but denies it was sustained abuse. The Harry Potter author was married to George Arantes for three years in the early 90s and cited the abuse as she explained controversial comments on transgender issues this past week. Arantes tells the son he's sorry for the slapping and he hasn't read Rowling's essay. She did not mention him by name in her response to the criticism from fans. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time.
Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. Integrated Services for Behavioral Health is the preeminent behavioral health organization in Southeast Ohio. It's an organization of over 300 like-minded individuals that provide services to some of the most vulnerable populations, believing in the resiliency of the individual. If you provide good services, if you care about the individual and you value communities, the opportunities are endless. Hi, this is Gil from All Power Equipment. I'd like to introduce you to Brian. Brian is our Director of Customer Happiness and Well-Being. He calls each and every person that buys a piece of equipment from us, as well as everyone that has their equipment serviced in our service department. Why would he do that? To make sure you had a great experience with All Power Equipment and are happy, at least happy with us. Yep, another great reason to make All Power Equipment your favorite place when it comes to your tractor and outdoor power equipment needs. AllPowerEquipment.com, 740-593-3279. Siemens, the area's finest locally owned and operated grocery store, has been serving friends and neighbors for over 60 years. Siemens is a healthy, quick alternative for dinner. Stop by the store where you can do your whole week's worth of shopping in just 15 minutes. Siemens Grocery is located at 305 West Union Street. Don't forget the butcher is still in at Siemens. Please call ahead for special orders and the finest cuts of meat when it's worth having the very best. Siemens, your meat store. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. If you see news happening, call 740-205-8615. That's 740-205-8615. It could win you $50 in gift certificates from Airclaws, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, and the station that's first with news in Southeast Ohio, 970-WATH. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Hi, it's glorious outside. Yabba dabba doo and all that. Beautiful sunshine. Humidity, very reasonable. Get some power failures. It's a Friday, and we got a free for all. Sixty five degrees outside our building at the moment, headed to eighty one. Back down to 55 overnight tonight. It's 
Scott, I uh, was unaware of the power failures, uh, but you've been following them closely this morning. What, uh, what, what part of um, is it uh, general? Is it uh, specific to certain areas? What? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I forgot to turn your mic on, man. Good morning. Okay, there we go. Good morning. Um, yeah, I just noticed on the AEP outage map there, which is still active. Uh, if you'd like to look at it there. Okay. Um, but the, the areas are uh, outside of the city of Athens. I noticed one that looks like it is uh, just west of Athens and possibly the Wonder Hills area, that uh, they're still assessing the, the damage there. Apparently there is, uh, according to the website, says there is tree contact uh, okay. on power lines, so there must be a pretty good-sized tree. Uh, with a down power line or maybe in multiple locations there. Uh, there are some outages uh, in the Trimble, Jacksonville, uh, Gloucester area still in um, southern Hawking County. Now, there are not very many outages, you know, maybe uh, 5 to 15, but still some of those folks, uh, if they don't have electric, if they're able to listen to us via cell phone, hopefully it's charged up, they can charge it up in their cars. Obviously, if they don't have the electric cell phone, I mean streaming. Yeah, that's neat. But I mean, remember, people still have portable radios. Yes, they do. <laughs> if they have portable and they got radios, cars. Yep, I was I was going to get to that. <laughs> okay. Where, where am I looking here? Then I'm not looking right. Um, if you go click on that, that. Yep, and then go up to. Oh, the I fo- see it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah, there's a map there that will show you the areas. So where the the uh, blue circles mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in those areas, but uh, close to us, I believe there's probably you know some folks in the Wonder Hills area, maybe just beyond that area, okay. still without power. Except and the, where my daughter lives. Yeah, and the estimated power restoration time is at noon today. Now, some areas where they have designated yesterday at uh, restoration at noon today, uh, their power has been uh, restored, so it was uh, sooner than what the timetable was for AEP. So. Uh, thank you all to AEP workers for your diligence on getting that power restored. And I certainly like to thank them and appreciate their help uh, in this area whenever they get that uh, restored. Well, really, there's one, two, three, four, five, six areas that uh, are affected. And um, let's see here if I can scroll this a little bit. Oh. Seven areas now. Uh, yeah, moving out towards the uh, yeah. New Marshfield area. Okay, well, I uh, wonder what, what that was all about. Why all of a sudden we have this? Because well, uh, the winds weren't that strong last night. And well, not last night. This happened uh, Wednesday night. So you mean these folks have been without? Mm-hmm. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was... Uh, out yesterday afternoon. We should have talked about this yesterday. Yeah, I, I did in on the uh, morning show a bit okay. and tried to give updates as as they were coming in and checked on the map there periodically. But uh, yeah, power is expected to be on for each area. They're just pockets there, mm-hmm. as you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, power restoration times on all of those are at noon today. Okay. So well, yeah, hopefully sooner. You bet. Uh, Well, anyway, folks, we hope you uh, are well-informed, and we're doing our part to to do that. Um, 
Boy, I have a zillion things we could talk about today, and we'll get to most of them. We'll just... You see this thing here? Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, it looks like either a modern stapler or a power source of some sort. Okay. So you open it up, right? Now what do you see? Uh, I can't... Is it a light? It's a type of light. Okay. Now, I'll turn it on. All right. Turn it on. So that my power source guess. No. Can you see some light? Yeah. Okay. The UV light? Exactly. Okay. Okay, so I this is not, uh, I'm not exaggerating this, folks. Four months ago, when this whole COVID thing started breaking, coronavirus how it whatever you choose to refer to it as i got an email saying buy these units they're disappearing fast that so sort of thing this will sterilize anything and uh, like on electronics and so on and so forth and uh, so instead of trying to spray it with some sort of liquid um, which certainly will do the same thing erase the germs uh, sometimes liquids and electronics don't like each other mm -hmm. okay yeah. so um, this thing here has ultraviolet light okay so I knew I had ordered two of them and I um, months go by and finally I got to thinking I wonder if I got ripped off right yeah scam or something yeah so then I tried to go back and figure out well anyway they showed up three days ago and you can charge them using uh, you know a USB Mm -hmm. Or you can just put regular batteries in them. You have a choice. And, uh, you know, if they do what they say they are supposed to do, it's pretty slick. Yeah, it is. So Very compact. What, about four inches long? And then when you open it, about another four inches? It just looks like a very narrow flip-up phone. Yep. Uh, like the old candy bar phones, with the exception of uh, the flip up. So, and so I'm I'm moving it across our equipment surfaces here. And make sure you get the microphone there too. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the biggest deal. Yeah. The, the microphone. Yeah. Now they say you're not supposed to look into this light. Now right. the light is very dim. Right. Uh, by by when you compare it to regular lights but um, it only works when it's pointed down because if you point it up you see it'll turn off uh huh because they don't want you looking at it mm -hmm. anyway nice um, very nice so uh, is is that skin friendly or should it they, not be they, exposed they to they also say you know do not um you can put it across your hands, but you just don't want to leave it lit on an area for yeah 
for an extended exposure or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like being out in the sun with UV rays and getting a burn. Right. So to speak. Exactly. Anyway, so finally, after four months, these things showed up. We have now at the radio station um, all manner. There goes my cell phone. Uh Uh-oh. I'll have to call her later. That could be bad news. That's a relative I wouldn't hear from very often. Hmm. Who lives in Missouri. Yeah, those are a little alarming when you get those. I hope her mother, who's on my generation, uh, is okay. Yes. All right, well, I'll call Linda in a bit. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh. UV light? Yeah, well, you know, we now have all manner of things here at the radio station. We got several different thermometers. Uh, I'm pleased to report that uh, Scott came in and, uh, you know, boasted his temperature a few moments ago. (laughs) Um, I did it when I first walked in. I didn't boast. I just looked, and there it was, and it was cool. Um, Well, I hope I didn't sound No, no, no. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing (laughs) you. Don't don't misunderstand. Yeah. Um, And others do it, too, here. Um, there are times we have some face masks going on in the building if we're not on the air. Um, uh, we're still, I would say, uh, the only people that are in the building are uh, those actually on the air and for their period of time. Otherwise, they're working from home. I want to kind of bring that to an end because um, a lot of the coordination of schedules and events and things like that that we need to put on the air, um, we miss that coordination to some degree. Um, but anyway, we're, we're doing our best out here, and we have all manner of sprays and the sanitizers and um, wipes wipes and um, um, now these UV um, things and well anyway good morning folks 970 WATH today is the uh, Friday the June 12th not Friday the 13th now no Friday June 12th 202 days remain. This is the 164th day of this this year, 2020. Let's see our history. um, Well, this isn't a very good history thing, but anyway, on June 12th, but the year 1994. Golly. That's 26 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought the same thing when I saw that this morning. Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman were sliced to death outside their Los Angeles home. O.J. Simpson was later acquitted of the killings in a criminal trial, but eventually held liable in a civil action. I was out there for a wedding a month after that happened. 
in July of uh, that same year. Yeah, well, I was... Went by the, the place where it happened. They had the orange plastic fencing all around the property. Yeah. Because, you know, people were curious. Yeah. Wanted to go see where it was. Um, let's see here. Our thought for the day. Eric Hoffer, American philosopher. His years of life, 1902 to 1983. Eric Hoffer. Let's see what it says. It is easier to love humanity as a whole than to love one's neighbor. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting that ending. Uh, yeah, me either. <laughs> Actually, uh, I love my neighbors. And we, we all went out last night. Uh, and that's not an uncommon thing. We might uh, do it to once or twice or three times even a week oh cool and uh, nothing special just you know like we went for pizzas last night and um i had a glass of cider you know what i mean mm -hmm. um yeah neighbors are cool yep and when, I, when they're cool and i tell you <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Okay, so many of you remember Raleigh Swart. Sure. 35 years he was a member of our sports broadcast crew here. But, of course, he was perhaps even better known uh, as a, a fine banker in our region. Uh, associated with uh, several different banks here uh, during, my, during my knowledge of him. And he died, uh, what, five, six eight years ago, something like that. We miss him a lot. Well, he was he was my next-door neighbor. Not all the time that he was with the station. That just happened midway through that we bought a house next to theirs. Anyway, so Grace is a great friend. We go out and, and have dinner often and just all that sort of thing. Um, there's a new lady that's moved in across the street, Barbara Jean. And she is, uh, let's see, she'd be from the um, Cleveland area. Let me think. Oh, suddenly I'm forgetting things. Anyway, um, and her son uh, moved to Athens to take a job. He's doing real well. Um, and so she's moved in, and we're, we're really enjoying her company. The new dean of arts and sciences. Florenz, Plasman. He lives directly across the street now. And we're just, you know, the, the group, it's, the, the street has always been like this. Where we all kind of do casual things together. Thinking about a pontoon boat this weekend, even. That, the weather's supposed to be nice and all of that. Oh, yeah. All right, well, well anyway, um, let's see, famous birthdays or well-known birthdays, something like that. Chick Corea, jazz musician, 79. Richard Sherman, uh, who's a songwriter, is 92. Marv Albert, 79. 
I always thought he was extra good. Yeah, me too. I like when he does the NBA games and someone scores a long shot, long three-pointer, and you hear the familiar sound of, yes, Mm-hmm. Jordan from 30, what, yes. What a marvelous voice Marv has. Yeah. Marvelous Marv. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sportscaster, if I didn't make that clear. Um, pop singer Lem Berry, 78. Lem Berry's famous hit, probably the most famous one, called One, Two, Three. One, two, three. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. That's how easy it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, actor Timothy, Timothy Busfield, 63. Singer Meredith Brooks, 62. Jenna Lee Harrison, actress, 62. That's hard to believe. Yeah. Oh, a lot of these each uh, day we go through them. Oh, you, my. You, you know, they, you see, that can't be. Yeah. Um, Paula Marshall, actress, 56. Actress Frances O'Connor, 53. Um, Rick Hoffman, another actor, 50. Um, bum, 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 bum. Kenny Wayne Shepherd, 43, musician. Um, let's see here. Actor Dave Franco, 35. Luke Youngblood, 34. Youngest person listed today, an actor, Ryan Malgarini, who's 28. All right. Set that pack over there. Today is National Loving Day. It's National Red Rose Day. National Peanut Butter Cookie Day. And National Jerky Day. You know, I can't find a thing wrong with any of those. (laughs) Pretty good list today. With the uh, National Loving Day and Red Rose Day kind of correlation there and kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Yep, or should. Let's see, what about uh, historical stuff? In 1381, on this date, the Peasants' Revolt occurred in England. Uh, 500 years later, in the year 1830, the beginning of the French colonization of Algeria. And they go on to say 34,000 French soldiers land 27 kilometers west of Algiers. And uh, so, 1864, the Battle of Trevilian Station. I think I said it right. They go on to say the bloodiest and largest all-cavalry battle of the American Civil War in Louisa County ends with Confederate tactical victory and Union successful retreat. Uh, Let me pause for a minute there because that brings up another topic. 
the Confederacy. Needless to say, uh, that was a, a very unfortunate time during our nation, the Confederate War, the division between the South and the North. The Civil War, yeah. What did I say? Confederate War. I meant Civil yeah, I, War. I knew what you meant. Thank you for clearing that up. Um, and here we've had a renewed interest in the shame of that with the George Floyd Floyd murder murder okay Um, to the point that in various protests that have occurred off and on spontaneously for years uh, this time there's a lot more attention being paid to various monuments defacing those monuments governmental entities saying they will remove those remo- those monuments and so on even some cities are named after various confederate leaders and there's talks of changing the names. I, 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 I'm not opposed to this. There have been suggestions from time to time that this occur. But this time it's really taken on wheels. Do uh, you know that expression? Yeah, get a little traction. Traction, there you go. To it, yep. Um, now we have um, NASCAR saying they will no longer permit the display of a Confederate flag on a vehicle. And I think in the last... 24 hours there they've also say they will not allow it to be brandished from the crowd from spectators yeah no wonder if that includes vehicles and parking lots too there well i, sus- I, I would presume I would think that they would not be allowed to enter the park I, I would presume yeah that would include that there's also talk of uh military bases Yes, okay, Fort Hood. Yeah, Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg. Yep. There are some military... I I meant to bring that up. I'm glad you remembered. Um, Some military bases may need to have their names changed because they refer to a Confederate officer. Um, Well... I don't have a strong feeling against it. I don't even... I I mean, let's just let everything take its course. And I'll be happy to live with whatever decisions are made. Yep. 
and it, it will take its course, as always. Which way? That's another unknown. All right. Well, um, a little bit off there. Um, other historical events. 1931, Al Capone is indicted on five thousand counts of prohibition and perjury um, I swear I remember some story about my dad having met Al Capone really and I wish I I wish he were here for any number of reasons but I would like to get that story more cemented in my mind if, if it occurred what were the circumstances something like that mm-hmm Okay, The Diary of Anne Frank. I've done that show so many times. But in 1942, Anne Frank gets her diary as a birthday present in Amsterdam. Later, a play. A very moving play. 1964, Nelson Mandela is uh, sentenced to life in prison in South Africa. Now that's enough. Let's see here. Let's see what the pictures have to say. Well, we have the picture of Anne Frank. By the way, her years of life, 1929 to 1945. She was born on this date in 1929. George Herbert Walker Bush. George Bush, right? Former president. Born on this date in 1924, he uh, died just a couple of years ago, 2018. Number 41, President. Anthony Eden, actor, right? Mm-hmm. Born on this date in 1897, died in 1977. <coughs> Pete Farndon. He looks show busy, but I don't know. It's not a name I know. F-A-R-N-D-O-N. Born on this date in 52, died in 1983. Very young. Made it, what, 31 years? Pete Farndon, an English bassist and a founding member of the rock band The Pretenders. Okay. Well. Whose lead singer, I believe, is Chrissy Hine from uh, the Akron, Ohio area. Okay, now let's see here. Let's move to famous deaths. There's two to mention. One I know easily, one not so easily. Gregory Peck died on this date in 2003. By the way, his birth year, 1916. And this is the one I might need a little help with. Henry Hill died on this date in 2012. He was born in... 1943. Henry Hill. Henry Hill Jr. was an American mobster who was associated with the Lucchese crime family of New York City. Well, that explains it. That's why I don't know him. Okay. Lots of papers in the building today that I chose to print off. Um, it's 9.37 and a half right now. Okay. Um, I've got, um, oh, what? Well, I was just, I, I don't know if you have a story there about Dr. Amy I Acton. Do. I do. Okay. 
because it was just released uh, earlier. No, it it was announced during their thing yesterday. Yeah, I mean uh, the full news story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I have some. Okay. And I was going to save it for next. Well, save it then. But <laughs> I uh, didn't mean to jump ahead. I, th- I thought you had probably heard. Sure. I watched the uh, the thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jack Hanna, folks. Jungle Jack. I do know him. I've met him. He's come down. Times. He's been on the Party Line show. <laughs> he's so funny. Years ago. <laughs> um... Jack Hanna is retiring from the Columbus Zoo. He has been associated with them 42 years. Now, let's see here, 73. I've been associated with this radio station 47 years. Um... In any case, obviously a well-known wildlife correspondent, also a TV show host, and an author. Anna served as zoo director from 1978 to 1992 before stepping into his current role as director emeritus at the Columbus Zoo. He is retiring from official duties and stepping back from a public role. The zoo announced this yesterday. And he's doing this in order to spend more time with family. However, he will retain the director emeritus title. He goes on, as I approach my mid-70s with more than four decades at the Columbus Zoo, I believe it is a time to wind down and officially step back. While CEO Tom Stauff uh, and the zoo's great leadership team continue to guide the zoo into the future. Uh, This was said by Hannah in a printed news release. It goes on, together with many friends and partners, we've come a long way to make the world a better place for people and wildlife. So his last day on the job will be the last day of this calendar year, December 31st. And obviously the zoo will conduct a a series of different celebrations uh, to honor his contributions. Um, He had a very engaging personality. (laughs) Yes, he did. And he had a good sense of humor. Yeah. And uh, it served him very well. Um, His wife, Susie, I've met her a time or two. Equally engaging. Let's see here. Here's another statement. It says, Jack has inspired many people to learn and care about a variety of species around the world, resulting in positive impacts on wildlife and wild places. 
For Jack, that is the best legacy of all. This is the uh, CEO of the um, zoo speaking. I'm grateful to Jack for giving me so many, for giving me and so many others the opportunity and vision to focus on conservation, animal welfare, and people. The Columbus Zoo will always be the home of Jack Hanna. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. He was funny on uh, Johnny Carson's show when he would bring the animals oh, there yes, yeah. and uh, hand them over to, to Johnny and let him <laughs> let the animals do their thing with him and just watch Johnny's reaction. Like when that one little animal crawled on top of Carson's hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, then, and then maybe get a little nip. Yeah. or And, and one of them, and, and then suddenly be scared to death. Yeah. And then. One of them went to the bathroom on Carson's head, too. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. Carson was grabbing napkins left and right, or Kleenex, I guess it was, okay. t- touching his hair with that. But it, <laughs> it, it was so funny. Yeah. And uh, Jungle Jack responded with, well, Johnny, you got him a little excited, I think. <laughs> yeah. But uh, incidentally, the Columbus Zoo is opening for members today and uh, all guests on Monday. Speaking of Jungle Jack. We can be proud of our Columbus Zoo. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was right across the river from Leatherlips Yacht Club, which I grew up with. And um, we actually, uh, there's a movement in my community, meaning my neighborhood, to do some boating tomorrow. And uh, probably up at Burroak. So we'll see how that all goes. But the weather's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Great day for it. All right. Um, I learned how to repair uh, a variety of different boats. Uh, you know, when, when we owned the stations over in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, the Western Branch River, which dumps right out into the Pacific, I'm sorry, <laughs> the Atlantic. There we go. Um, let's see, where was I? Virginia. Yeah, the Atlantic. Yeah. Okay. Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> go back there. <laughs> in your in your thoughts, yeah. I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> there was a um, um, a, a yacht club right there right next to the radio station and uh, if I got bored for a couple minutes I'd wander over there and uh, help the mechanics and stuff and they were surprised at my knowledge of boats and um, I don't know where I picked it up it was just over the years and I know I, I fixed Mike Knowles' pontoon boat some and some other people down there at the mouth of the Hocking. Uh, I, I like that a lot. So, um, anyway. Yeah. Well, those uh, pontoon boats that are made now are nice. Uh, yeah. I like, I mean, they're comfortable. Yeah. Um, they're very little risk or anything. Yeah, it's a pleasure boat. Yeah. 
not uh, a speedboat or powerboat. Yeah. And I've been involved with all of them. Yep. Okay, so that we you already heard Scott kind of hint, you know, that bracket's about ready to fall off, I think. It's a little loose, yes. We need to fix that. Yep. Never mind, folks, just uh, something I noticed here. Um, we already mentioned Dr. Amy Acton. Um, she is the Ohio Department of Health Director. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, at least for a few more days. Um, but in yesterday's two o'clock briefing, where they meet the press, they used to do it daily. Now they're down to maybe three days a week or two days a week on the updates of our state, our state's status with the pandemic. Uh, she and the governor are the two featured. Lieutenant Governor sometimes is also involved. And once in a while, they'll invite a special guest to also take questions. But it's interesting to drive around town. Just in my neighborhood, uh, there are three signs Dr. Amy Acton Fan Club. First of all, her she's an attractive lady. Second, her delivery style is so warm and engaging. And it, you really feel like she's just speaking to you and not the masses. Um, of course, her professional knowledge She does her best to not alarm anybody and yet to make the point that we must be diligent to prevent this from getting worse. So I brought in a sheet today. This is from... Um, Fortin. He's a he's a Columbus columnist. Neil Fortin, I think, is his first name. And I check his he I'm on his email. He sends me his concepts probably four a day. And I read them and then I think about them. And sometimes I share them with you. This one I had to bring in. So uh, this is called The Last Word, and it it is like he probably had seven stories he covered in, to some degree, and then this was the final one for today. I am loath to say much good has come out of the COVID-19 pandemic. For a while, Ohio seemed to get it, and that was good. We seemed 
for a while to listen to reason, follow the data, and rely on science to push down the curve and hold back a terrifying disease that was beating at Ohio's door. And it worked. The numbers of infected, hospitalized, and dead, although terrible, just the same, were less than many have predicted. And it's not because pathologists misled us with false narratives or epidemiologists had some hidden agenda to ruin the economy. We did what we were told to do, and it worked. And that's because we listened to Dr. Amy Acton. Acton was one of the good ones. She led the Ohio Department of Health with grace, dignity, and a refreshing lack of politics. She placed science above rhetoric and guided the governor through one of the most difficult periods in Ohio's history. Go ahead and name another health director in Ohio's long history. I can wait. Well, the fact is, you can't. Neither can I, the writer that is. And I covered the department for years when I was a medical reporter at the dispatch. Again, this is written by Neil... Um, a fortune now going on but you're not going to forget Acton's name that's for sure she has been the steady guiding hand that relied on data and consensus among scientists to push the conservation and the state's response while others turned the pandemic into political football Acton stuck to her guns, did not veer from the the course she helped set for Ohio. She pleaded with us to follow her lead, and when we made sacrifices, she made us feel good about doing the right thing to protect ourselves and our most vulnerable citizens. She didn't sugarcoat the news, hide behind smoke and mirrors, or point fingers. And things were good until they weren't. Despite the national accolades and steady numbers in Ohio, politicians, some anyway, went after Acton. And so did many retailers, business owners, citizens who protested the very orders that protected them against harm. They showed up at the state house. They showed up online. They showed up at her home. Suddenly, the smartest person in the room was recast as the villain, the person responsible for killing the economy and stomping on individual rights. And now... She's gone. Okay, so that's that's Neil Fourteen's um, account of it. I I think he was a little dramatic. I think there are still thousands of Ohioans 
who hold her in high esteem. And you know, do I do I believe that she couldn't handle what feedback, negative feedback she was getting? I do not believe that she got more negative than positive. And I do not believe she couldn't handle what negative she was getting. I just think she was tired. Yeah, I'm seeing reports, too, that, uh, you know, she was, it, it was being difficult for her to focus on three different jobs right. at the same time, too, so. Do I think we might see her yet on some of these, um, well, they're now down to either two or three days a week, these news conferences at two? I think it's still possible. They have named her replacement. It's a man. Um, but her manner... I can't imagine another another woman doing it well as as well as she did and even harder to imagine a male doing it as well as she did but we'll see we'll yeah. see yeah okay. she, she's still going to be the uh, governor's chief health advisor sure but uh, she said she felt like she was trying to do three jobs at the same time and uh, really kind of wants to be able to focus on the pandemic along with the overall health of the state of Ohio. Um, we just heard that the Columbus Symphony Orchestra, they play at the Ohio Theater. Uh, it's hard for me not to say the Lowe's Ohio Theater uh, there on the um, Capitol Square, mm -hmm. but it is the Ohio Theater. Uh, they have canceled their 2020 uh, season. Uh, particularly the the outdoor summer series. Um, Those are great. Those are just wonderful. Now, we have less than four minutes. This is the weekend approaching quickly. Let me just hit some highlights. Uh, real quickly, while you're getting those together, have you heard anything about the uh, community um, band events here in Athens on the College Green? I have not. I haven't either. Okay. I can get a hold of Ricky Sook and find out. And I will do so this weekend. Those are wonderful, too. And, you know, social distancing could be achieved mm -hmm. on the College Green. You know, six feet apart sort of thing. You know, they're not saying that your family must sit each six feet apart. They're saying different families. So you could have a little cluster, a little cluster, a mm -hmm. little cluster like yep. that. Okay. Um, let's see. Do I need to do this one? I think I'll skip that. That's the New York Times. Um, oh, here's an item I thought was interesting. So this is... Um, Christy Cream wrote this. 
Um, it says, feeling tired, you aren't alone. We surveyed 2,000 workers and found one in three nap during work hours. Well, most opt for the uh, bed. 15% are so tired they plop down right at their desks. Now, this is for people working at home, right? Okay. So, you know, they say, okay, well, I can do my job from home, but they take naps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and perhaps uh, are turning in hours that shouldn't be turned. <laughs> anyway, um, so they have a real interesting item about this. Um, I have fallen asleep at my desk here at the station twice in the last three weeks. Scott caught me once. <laughs> um, I was like, come on, we got a show to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. 33% of workers admit to napping on the clock. 15% of nappers sleep right at their desk. But 37% opt out for the bed, meaning they're working from home, of course. And another thing they say is one in three nappers live dangerously and don't set an alarm. Now, again, this survey is based upon 2,000 American workers. And I've got lots more findings in here, but we're out of time. I, I think you should keep that for Monday okay. so we can dig into it a little more. Well, here it is. Okay. Um, states hit most by unemployment claims. We can look at that Monday, and yep. maybe, maybe we'll even have a, a newer report by then. Folks, um, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. It's supposed to be nice out there. Enjoy it. Right? Absolutely. Take it in. Yes. And um, let's see here. A high of 83 today, 74 tomorrow, 76 on Sunday. Nice. Be careful, please. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. There is new evidence the coronavirus pandemic is on the rise again, even in places spared the worst of it until now. There have been increases in daily new cases in at least 19 states over the past two weeks. CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus. I don't worry about the 20 and 30 year olds because they're not going to get very sick in general. Are there clear exceptions, but they can spread it to others who are more vulnerable. And that spike in hospitalizations is going to continue to rise over the next several days as a result of the protest. South Carolina, Florida and Arizona are each reporting record spikes. Federal officials are handing out almost 100 million face masks to travelers. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. The federal government is sending these masks to aviation, transit, and passenger rail services for use by passengers. Many will be distributed at airports. Nearly 10 million will be available for Amtrak passengers. The transportation secretary says she hopes this will boost public confidence in travel. The TSA says more than 502,000 people were screened at checkpoints yesterday. 
That's the highest number at airports since March 22nd. Republican Party leaders are moving the August nominating convention from North Carolina to Florida because of looser coronavirus restrictions. It'll be a boost for businesses in Jacksonville, like Alpentia's Superfood Brew. We would have to get prepared for it as far as staff, as far as product, because, no, we're not used to handling that many people, but we'll be more than happy to take care of them. Louisville, Kentucky is outlawing no-knock warrants. Three months after police shot and killed a black woman, EMT Brianna Taylor, in her apartment while she was sleeping. Her mother, Tamika Palmer, tells CBS News. It means that she has saved someone else, and that's really the the big thing here because this shouldn't have happened to her. A new book claims the first lady wanted to put legal and financial protections in place before she took up residence at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. CBS is Peter King. The title, The Art of Her Deal, plays off that of one of her husband's books. Author and Washington Post reporter Mary Jordan writes that Melania Trump needed time to cool off after allegations of her husband's infidelities and the infamous Access Hollywood tape during the campaign. Publicly, she said she was staying in New York so their son Barron wouldn't be pulled from his school, but in private, Jordan writes Mrs. Trump renegotiated a less than generous prenuptial agreement. Meet the first black bachelor. My name is Matt James. I've lived in New York. James is a 28-year-old real estate broker. He'll hand out the roses on the ABC show in 2021. Dow popped more than 700 points at the open. Right now it's up 765. This is CBS News. These are challenging times, and Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. Rocket Mortgage is with you. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now, when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Under the Hood. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. As auto plants reopen, safety is a top concern. Here's auto expert Jeff Gilbert. Ford Chief Operating Officer Jim Farley says they put together a playbook for reopening their plants. It's critical that we get this restart right. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. There's new evidence China is trying to use and abuse its influence on the Internet. The video app company Zoom says it suspended the accounts of two U.S.-based activists and one in Hong Kong at the request of the Chinese government. This happened around the time of the Tiananmen Square anniversary. Zoom says they've been reinstated and insists it won't take action like that outside of China again. Meantime, Twitter says it's removed more than 170,000 accounts linked to a Chinese disinformation campaign targeting Hong Kong and the United States. Steve Kathan, CBS News. A popular kids' TV program is facing backlash for supporting Black Lives Matter. On June 2nd, an official Paw Patrol post announced the show would be muting its content for a week to give access for black voices to be heard. Some online posts accuse Nick Jr. of brainwashing preschool-age kids. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
And now, a message from CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent, Major Garrett. As the country inches toward a new normal, my colleagues and I promise to deliver the most important news of the day from our homes to yours. Now, it hasn't been easy. I'm still learning how to mute myself on conference calls. But staying connected and staying busy is so very important during these times. Remember, you are not alone. We will get through this because we're all in this together. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. America has never been so divided. Now David Horowitz's Blitz exposes the media war on President Trump and their secret agenda to stop him. Already a number one bestseller, Mark Levin says Blitz is indispensable. Mike Huckabee says you need it for the 2020 election. Blitz is in bookstores or get the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. Or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Get David Horowitz's Blitz today. Just you and me, and W-A-T-H. Temperatures today will be topping out at 83 degrees with mostly sunny skies and a light wind. For tonight, we're down to 55 with clear skies. Moon will be back out tonight. For your Saturday, 74 degrees. Cooler because we have a cool front that moves through.